I love me some trucker coffee. The grown-ups in the house woke up at 7.45 this morning, which is kind of a problem because the kid and I are supposed to leave at 7.45. This means that corners need to be cut. And Sarah, when she wakes up, is kind of like a wounded animal that must be guided through a forest. And what I mean by that is that her coffee is made and then my coffee needs are deferred until later in the day. Now, depending on how drop-off goes, that could either mean I wait and make a nice cup of coffee at home when I get back, or it could mean that I'm getting something from the closest 7-Eleven. Well, today was the 7-Eleven approach, and I'm just riding basically lightning and trucker coffee as I make this podcast. So Brady has kind of had that weird effect on me, where I sleep so good now, it's a roll of the dice whether or not I wake up late or wake up early. And it's sometimes I feel like I've been hit by a truck, but in a good way, like I've been sleeping so soft and soundly. Um, Other times I just wake up refreshed. All of last week, I was waking up at like 6.30 recording this podcast. And it's been so interesting to see. I mean, I've got sugar cravings now, which is really fun for the family to deal with. What happened to all the ice cream, Chris? Well, I ate it all. The other thing about sobriety that's been really interesting is sobriety has kind of become this new hobby of mine. Um, I am a person of many, many hobbies, you know, from coffee roasting to rollerblading. We've talked about those things. But sobriety and protecting especially my sobriety has been really critical to my happiness. And when you when you stop drinking and you you kind of hear people talk about drinking you might think it's like all roses on the other side when in fact it's actually not you're just starting to live your life so you're living your life like everyone else lives their life they have their struggles and everything try not to get preachy here but it's fascinating because like you think oh if i stop drinking alcohol my life will just immediately get better and that's not necessarily the case um i think i am maybe patient zero i'm definitely not patient zero But um, what I found last week, I was trying to put it into words, like what I was struggling with. It all finally clicked. I was on my sober Zoom call yesterday, and it finally clicked that all of the boundaries that I have set, um, and setting boundaries has been absolutely critical to my success in sobriety, um, not working past six o'clock, not putting up with people's bullshit. All of that work has come at the expense of other things. It does mean I'm behind on work. I'm not work. I'm physically not working as much as I used to. And that created a problem. So on Sunday, it was like, okay, I'm going to catch up. I'm behind because I'm only working like eight, nine hour days instead of 10 or 12 hour days. And I'm going to catch up. Well, I got done with work. It's a Sunday at like 9.30 at night. And I'm just like feeling really sorry for myself. Gosh, I wasted my Sunday. I think like five or six hours feeling really down on myself. And instead of like maybe going for the bottle, which I would used to do, um, I went in search of chocolate. I went in search of, I, I went and took the dog for another walk in like five degree weather. That was super not fun, but it totally reset me. And then Here we are waking up at 7.45 in the morning. And as I look back at last week and Sunday and the lessons learned, if I'm going to have these boundaries, I need to figure out ways that I can still accomplish all the things that I used to be able to accomplish. And 
I don't know that this will it, this will carry on, but I think my theme for the week is really delegation. If I'm going to scale um, and do all the things that I want to do, I need help. And that means to delegate at work. It means to delegate at home. Um, just delegate, delegate, delegate. And that's all I have for today. Thanks. Thanks.